We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. In today's episode of Off the Carousel, I'm joined today by Corey Gibson of the Northwestern State Demons. How you doing today, Coach? Hey, I'm doing fine, man. I'm I'm, I'm ble- very blessed to be on here with you today. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you've been in the coaching game since since 2005, starting at Virginia State D2 program. You've been assistant coach for years now, including the last six or seven with uh, Missouri State. Can you talk about the things that you've learned uh, throughout the years as an assistant that you plan on taking with you to Northwestern State? Absolutely. That's a very good question. You know, um, I was fortunate enough um, to be a point guard on the teams that I played on throughout my career. So, you know, that's the toughest position to play in a game of basketball because you have to be extension of the coaching staff. And so I like to say that I've been coaching a very long time. Because that's a lot of responsibility when when um, when we as student athletes have to wear that hat. And uh, I was I was fortunate enough to play for coaches that had a, a very high expectation on me, even from my my um, middle school days to to junior high days, to high school days, to junior college, to Austin P. Those coaches had did a great job of holding me accountable um, and affording me the opportunity to um be an extension of them and and then I was fortunate enough to play for for coaches that 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 are legendary um you take my junior college coach Gene Best I mean he's the all-time winners coach in the game of basketball 
the toolage that he gave me and others um, is, is something that to this date I've, I've never experienced. And I go to coaching clinics and, and, and I've listened to any and every coach across the country. Uh, I've never met a coach like him before at any level. It's a reason why he's the all-time winners coach in the game of basketball. Um, and then coach Dave Luce, who is the all-time winners coach in Ohio Valley Conference. You know, just the tutelage from those guys, you know, as a collegiate student athlete has really helped me uh, to be in the position that I am today, along with coaches that I've worked for uh, in the profession. And, and one thing that, that the coaching profession brings to us is that you know, yes, we learn what to do and we also learn what not to do, you know, um, in, our, in the stops that we've been fortunate enough to be a part of. Right. Uh, you replaced a longtime head coach, Mike McConaughey, at the program, first African-American hire in program history. What was it about this job and opportunity that that made you want to take the leap this offseason to be your for your first head coach game? Thanks for that question. You know, my, my wife and I, we always, you know, pray about every decision that we make. Right. And so, you know, my wife's a prayer warrior, you know, I'm, we're very strong in our faith and we always put that first. So it was not a decision, you know, that was based on, okay, Hey, here's a, a opportunity for us to take advantage of. This was a situation where we prayed about it. And after we prayed about it, we realized that, you know, God was positioning us for something special. And, and that's what allowed us and afforded us the opportunity to, to, to be where we are now. Um, and I think sometimes that we tend to put the cart before the horse is that, you know, when the opportunity comes about, we just jump on it sometimes. We're all, we all have been, at least I know I have, and I've tried to stray away from being guilty of that and jumped in after an opportunity. But after we prayed about it, a sense of calm came over us and we said, you know what, this is this is the right situation, not just for us, but for the community, not just for us, but for the program. And um, that's why this feels right. And that's why we're comfortable in the situation that we're in. In regards to Coach McConaughey, he has a legacy that's in place. OK, and I was not hired to replace him. You can't replace a Coach McConaughey. I was hired to lead a program. And that's what me and my staff are here to do. We're here to take over a program, lead that program. And, um, and we're all standing in the gap. None of us are going to be, you're not going to be in the, in the position that you're in the rest of your life. But when you leave that position, the post that you're in right now, we have an obligation to leave it better than how we found, but also continue to push forward the legacy that's in place. Right. And you're not going to Northwestern State alone. You have three players from Missouri State join you and Isaac Heaney, uh, Demarcus Smart, and, and Jamonte Black. How important is it that you have familiar faces that know you and know your style of play that can help incorporate your system it, it, on a rebuilding roster? That's a fantastic question. And that's a, that's a great observation. And, and people, you know, it's easy for them to talk about a rebuild. Okay. Well, a rebuild is when, is when you have new lumber, if you will. Well, the, the, the pieces of the foundation and the frame are very familiar to me and I'm familiar to them. So that's not a real build. We're just changing zip codes. Okay, so when it comes to the terminology, uh, when it comes to the intensity and when it comes to the pace, 
And when it comes to the maturity of how we go about our business, that's not a transition for me and it's not a transition for them. And, 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 and their wherewithal will help expedite, you know, the mindset and the process of others who will come into the program. And those guys will emerge as leaders, okay, in helping others come along and, and giving them the toolage that they need before we get into the fall. Right. Uh, and, and speaking of uh, Sharpie, he comes from Colby Community College. You've talked before about your experience at Three Rivers before coming to Austin P. How, how important is, is the JUCO world? Because there's always talk about the transfer portal and how to get players from there, but not a lot of talk about the, the junior college transfers that can come in and have an impact. How important is that route going to be for you as a head coach coming in? And, and what are your relationships like with, with JUCOs uh, uh, currently? throughout your uh, tenure as an assistant coach throughout these years? Well, you know, I believe that in the recruiting trail, we have to be an open book, okay? And, and we have to be transparent with these young men and we have to, to, to open ourselves to them because these young men can sniff out what's real and what's not real, okay? Because they're, they're men now. You know, you used to, in the recruitment game, we were recruiting boys, right? Now you take DeMarcus Sharp, he's 23 years of age. He's a man and I have to treat him as such. And, you know, sometimes we use the word kids loosely when we're referring to collegiate student athletes, okay? He's a 23 year old point guard that still have two years of collegiate eligibility left. And, you know, I have a, a warm spot in my heart for DeMarcus is because DeMarcus is from where I'm from. I'm from the boot hill of Missouri. We call it the boot. We take a lot of pride in being from the boot. Okay. His high school coach was my middle school coach. Okay. So there's a, there's a, there's a lot of, of bonding and, there, and there's a lot of close knit relationship that, that goes with that. But DeMarcus was fortunate enough to play for coach Pat Smith at Mobley community college. And if one were to look at DeMarcus's stats at Mobley Community College, I think he may average three or four points a game, if that. Okay, he played with a young man that ended up going to Arizona State, uh, Alonzo Verge. And so Alonzo Verge was the highlighted feature of that team. And so nobody really looked at DeMarcus out of Mobley Community College, to be quite honest with you. Um, but I knew him from high school. But then Rusty had been previously on the Mobley Community College staff and when he got the Kobe Community College job, I'm sure he saw some things in the markets that maybe other people could not see. And he was player of the year and defensive player of the year all in the same season. Um, but the Marcus is a guy that that when he builds a relationship with you and a bond with you, he sticks with that. Um, and that's how people are from the boot. And so um, that afforded him the opportunity to come to Missouri State. Um, I'm not totally sure why DeMarcus chose to leave because he had a grand time there. But like I say, he's a young man. And so he made a decision that he was willing to live with to go into the portal. And uh, once he went into that portal, I would be crazy and I would be a fool not to pursue him. And we were just fortunate enough and blessed enough to get him to come to Northwestern State University. You, you, you talked already about point guard playing, you being a foreign point guard yourself. Uh, you look at the, the rev, revolution of basketball, especially at the point guard position, how much that has changed. What, what has been the biggest uh, uh, difference in your mind between back when you played and today and, and today's modern point guards? And what do you look for 
on a recruiting trail for for ball handlers to come to your program in the future? Well, the point guard nowadays are older. They're older. And so, like I say, DeMarcus is 23. And so what happens is now the way that I view it is that we as collegiate coaches have become professional coaches because we're not coaching kids anymore. Okay. We're not coaching a young man. That's, that's a point guard that's 17 years old. Yes. We're going to have some of those, but it's different. And there's a big difference in coaching a point guard that's 17 and coaching one that's 23. That's a six year gap. A point guard that's 23 on the collegiate level. He's been through some wars. He's been through some schemes. Okay. He's been through some ups and some downs, right? More than likely, he's been under multiple coaching staffs and turnovers. So they have a wealth of knowledge themselves. And so we as coaches, we have to be open-minded when coaching them and communicating with them. And I, I use the word, I call it young boy a person. We have to be careful not to young boy a person when they are an adult. And sometimes because of our own insecurities, we like the young boy, somebody to keep them in control. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't have any insecurities in regards to my roster and coaching older guys because it's just like being a G League coach, an NBA coach or an overseas coach. OK, you have to articulate in a certain way when a person is an adult. And that's how I plan to go about my business, whether it's a point guard or any of the other positions. I have to coach them accordingly to who they are as a person because the person DeMarcus is when he first went to college at Mobley, he's not that same person now. He's been through some things. He's had some deaths in his family since he's been in college. He had deaths in his family from some of his closest people. So he's experienced some things that some adults have not experienced. So I have to lean on him as a coach in regards to how he needs to operate uh, moving forward in his life. And so I just think that plays a big part in how we approach these young men nowadays and young women on the other side that uh, that have COVID years and extra years um, to continue to have eligibility to play at the NCAA level. Right. So, so I want to take you out on, 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 a, on, a, on a light note. Uh, without your assistant, uh, year's assistant coach, are there any uh, funny or, or, or interesting recruiting stories that you'd be interested in, in sharing with us? Let me see. Let me see here. Um, I always tease. Um, he's going to get me for doing this. Uh, I always tease Coach, coach Dave Luce about this at Austin P. He and I, we were on the recruitment trail one time. And um, I forget where we were. We may, we may have been in Virginia, to be quite honest with you. We were recruiting a young man. And, um, and when we get to the hotel, they had mixed up our, uh, our hotel situation. And, uh, and they were like, well, and, you know, obviously, as an assistant coach, you know, you go in to get everything handled. And the last thing I need to do is not have the situation handled for Coach Luce. I mean, at that time, he was the athletic director and the head coach at Austin P. So, I need to have his room squared away. So I go up to the counter and they say, well, sir, you know, I don't, I don't see where, you know, you guys reserved a, a room. And I said, no, I said, uh, you know, the secretary reserved it. I said, we, we, we reserved that room. I said, now we've come a mighty long way. And coach Luce is kind of looking at me out the side of his eye. 
And um, I said, we got to have a room now. I said, this is pretty late. And we had got back to the hotel late. It may have been after 10 o'clock. And uh, she said, no, sir, we, we, we don't. And, uh, and so I said, are you sure? She said, no, sir, we don't have you in the system. And Coach Luce kind of heist his pants up, you know, and, and we had just got off the road. He kind of had his shirt unbuttoned, his, uh, his neck unbuttoned. He kind of stood up there and he said, now, ma'am, you, you sure? He said, now, Gip is, Gip is always on point now. And she said, my, you a handsome man. And she said, a man as handsome as you. She said, I'm sure I can find a room for you and your assistant coach there. And uh, <laughs> once she got there, he walked up there and he got that room and he said, Gip, I still got it. And, uh, and so we, he, every time I see him, I tease him about that. Hey, perfect way, perfect way to end the interview. Coach, I, I appreciate you coming on and best of luck with uh, Northwestern State with your guys and sure we'll hear from you plenty more soon. Hey, thank you. Hopefully I didn't bore you with my answers and uh, really appreciate the opportunity to be here with you today. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.